0: Hello, this is Oluwa Toyin, Oluwa Shion Apo, the host of the Midmuseums podcast, the podcast that focuses on everyday issues, illnesses, and disabilities that affect everyday people. Find us anywhere you listen to your podcast and on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at Midmuseums. Please subscribe. Welcome to another episode of the Mid Musings Podcast. Today, I've got Itesh Taylor. He's joining me all the way from Surrey in Vancouver, and that's in Canada. Itesh has gone through what he best describes as life's world war, in that he had cancer. He's been through a lot of really difficult times. So welcome to the podcast,
1: Hitesh. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank right. you very much for the opportunity. You're welcome. Yeah, I, yes, and uh, as you mentioned, I, I live in Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada on the, what's called the wet coast because it's just as uh, rainy here as it is in, in the UK. hi. Right. About me, uh, yeah, Hitesh Taylor, and I'm a qualified engineer, Actually, I, was, I studied in, in the UK, in Glasgow University. I have uh, two uh, married sons now. And um, I so have a grandfather. <laughs> hey, I'm a grandfather now, yes. Of, right. a, a, a beautiful young girl. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's only just over one year old now. So, um, yeah, after going through, you know, some of these hurdles of life, uh, I gave up um, my engineering career. I used to do energy engineering and uh, helping architects and engineers design sustainable buildings. Actually, um, so I was a consulting, uh, I was a consultant in in that. So uh, after some challenges in in life and some going through some health issues, I gave up my career, uh, uh, my engineering career, to pursue energy engineering for the body. You know of a right. human body
0: so you've gone so from one know. area of engineering to another area of engineering
1: yes yes, just, yes
0: that's just based on your experience with cancer
1: cancer and also um uh, some other major surgeries that i've had subsequent to that oh,
0: since wow. that in
1: 2017 this okay. is where 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 i came across the emotion code
0: yeah. oh right so going by your name I am assuming you are of Asian background
1: yes yes I'm I'm of uh, Indian Indian origin from my parents are from India oh, wow. uh, uh, I I was born they, they moved to Kenya East Africa so I used to live in East Africa before I was born there and um, then I, I give away my age now in 1969 we moved to from 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 Kenya to the UK so basically I was I was uh, I was educated in the UK and then moved to Canada after uh, in 1994. So basically
0: you are a global citizen
1: yeah a global citizen like <laughs> many of us <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow so what what has been happening with the cancer?
1: I think it was in 2013, my, my marriage was on the rocks and then, you know, we separated for, for a bit. And then in 2014 I began experiencing some, some pain in my um, cheek here yeah, and also in, in my chest, you know, in, in the sternum. So after getting it checked out, um, found that uh, I had a tumor in my left maxillary sinus. I went to the doctor and, uh, He said, uh, we have to refer you to a a ear, nose and throat specialist, which we did. Uh, I also had another surgery, which was planned in December that year. So he said, you better cancel that surgery because this one's more important um, because we need to find out what this tumor is all about. Then in January of 2015, I had uh, the surgery to remove the, the tumor that was there. So after testing it, it tested positive for lymphoma, a large B-cell lymphoma. Then I was immediately uh, referred to an oncologist and uh, all the tests and everything was happened very, very quickly. So my first meeting with the the oncologist, uh, Dr. Shustik. So after doing some further tests, they found that it wasn't just localized here, it was spread across my body in, in my chest. That's where I was getting chest pain, had tumors either side of my, near, near my heart, and then, you know, near the pancreas and lots of, oh. lots of.
0: So you started from your cheeks mm-hmm. and then spread.
1: It was inside. It was inside the sinus, yes. Yeah. It, had, yeah. it, it had already spread, but it was only, they because of the, uh, the surgery, they found that it was cancer, but it was already in my body at that time. And yeah. it, it was stage four. So it was after they did the, uh, the PET scan, which is, they, they do a scan, right? And then they identify where other tumors are, when there were lots of them in my whole of my abdomen. So we said that we'll have to, you know, give you the full round of uh, chemotherapy. We'll have to do a, a spinal, spinal chemo, chemotherapy directly into the spine. And then after that, we'll give you radiation
0: so just prior to this time, did you have any symptoms at all? There
1: discomfort in, in in the cheek here, and and the pain in the sternum. So, my um, if you think that um, the the sternum, you know the 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 breastbone, right? That's where I had the pain, and the the tumor there was fused to the actual bone, right? So, and uh, that's why the, the, it was paining there.
0: Oh, right. And then you had this surgery.
1: Yeah, so I had uh, the the surgery. I had the hernia surgery. Then I, they had to do uh, they had to drill a hole in my in my hip to find out if it's spread into my bone marrow. And then then I had to have some dental surgery. So those are the four surgeries I had within 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 five five weeks.
0: Four surgeries in five weeks.
1: Yes. Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's that doesn't sound good
1: yeah yeah but How did it all had feel? To, be done. to be honest i i felt okay like you know I, after the
0: surgeries
1: well obviously after the surgeries i was i was very tired and and um had to recover but this was all in preparation for the chemotherapy which started in february of of 2015 so had six rounds of chemotherapy and after the first round of chemo they gave um it's it's called our chart there's five drugs that they give one drug uh, you have to take by mouth and the rest of it's all done through IV. okay so every two weeks every two weeks that had to happen for well, three weeks oh, yeah. I think. so you
0: had yeah. these uh, six chemotherapies for and uh, that was yeah. every two weeks for six every
1: weeks every every three weeks it was every, every three, three weeks,
0: weeks. Okay. yeah every
1: Sorry. three weeks and uh, because you have the chemotherapy then it kills all the fast-growing cells in the body, and then your body has to recover up to a certain level to begin the chemotherapy again You know, for the next round. Did you
0: have any side effects from the chemo- chemotherapy? Oh, yeah, plenty. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, so talk about
1: that. Yeah, so the side effect in my case was um, I had, after the first round of chemotherapy, I developed an infection, and I was rushed into the hospital, and they give over here. They give you a, a card, like a red card. So you go when you go into emergency, everything stops for you. Like you know, so <laughs> it was like something out of a of a TV movie. Like you know, <laughs> and I was uh, so I was there. Gave the my my card, and they said, okay, all right, get into your wheelchair, put you on a bed, and they took me into into uh, an isolation room where they knew that I had. Some kind didn't want, they didn't know at the time, but anyway, found out I had an infection and uh, put me into a room where they don't have any other contaminants coming in. Then I was given the treatment and I think the next day I I came back home and uh, started my recovery after that. So they gave me, filled me with antibiotics. Yeah. So oh. that happened three occasions. Yeah. Okay during my treatment. So instead of having, so it got elongated a little bit, but um, yeah, there was, then my, my son's wedding was happening at the same time, you know, in March that year.
0: Were you so, able to attend the
1: wedding? Yes, I was. It wasn't the wedding. It was uh, his engagement. Oh, right. So his engagement was happening. As I I
0: was mean, to- I'm happy you didn't miss the engagement because that's yeah, so important. Yeah. I mean, you're the father and you have to be there when your son or even the yeah. time when your children are getting married. Those are things yeah. that you want to be around. Yes, exactly. Of.
1: So that was a very happy time for me. Yeah. Although it wasn't a happy time for my body because immediately after that, I was I was in hospital again.
0: Oh, so,
1: sorry about that. So it, it got to a point, I think it was that, in that I stayed in hospital this time for five days. I was in critical condition. I didn't realize that how how bad it was, and I just felt at the time. I thought, okay, I've had a good life. I think <laughs> this is it. This is it. I wasn't worried or concerned about it, but I just felt that it was over. Oh. Right. But then you know, next morning, you know, I I was like re-energized again, and I think I'm going to be just fine. Right. And I was like, you know, after a few days, I was okay again. Oh. So went through so the so the chemo uh, happened. I think that was the third chemo, and then the fifth chemo. The same same thing happened. Uh, stayed in hospital for another five days. Now this time, then my immune system just tanked, and I was in injected with uh, five sets of uh, nupogen injections, and this boosts up your own the body's immune system to self inject. So. Then after uh, six, the chemotherapy, they checked me and I did not need the spinal chemo or the radiation. Why was that? Because the six rounds of chemo had destroyed the, uh, the, cancer. the, the cancer cells. Yeah. Oh, that
0: is right. so good to know. My
1: body reacted in a positive way. The other thing, I mean, I, it wasn't just chemotherapy that I was having. I didn't have a total lifestyle and eating change. I was doing a lot of juicing, eating lots of fresh vegetables, organic vegetables, self-healing techniques, meditation, lots of things like that. I was doing I had support of family and friends, obviously, and my yeah, that all helped. My my mother came from from England at the time to to help me. My sister came to help me. Oh, so, so your
0: your mom is still in England
1: then? Yeah, yeah, she was in England then. She's passed away now. But oh, um, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah, so that's that's what happened um so i got a lot of love and support which is which is a
0: huge
1: thing. yeah which is a huge thing like you know whenever anybody's going through any sort of crisis in health family you know my sons were there my sister was there my brother also i stayed with my brother um and uh and his wife and you know they offered you know incredible support also so got lots of support from family and friends
0: Wow, well, mm. thank you so much for sharing that.
1: So, yeah,
0: after all this, this sixth round of chemo, well, you were completely healed. And as the cancer completely been destroyed now, you don't have any more cancer cells. And is that all down to,
1: it's oh, like, I mean,
0: or is it yeah. just a combination of your lifestyle
1: change and combination of? Lifestyles change, and also I think more specifically uh, later on, uh, related to the sort of energy work that I'm, you know, the, the work that I'm doing now.
0: What what does that got to do with the healing? How do you use that to heal?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll explain. Um, so I had to. So after the I was I was cleared. It was in July 2015. I still had to have several months of recovery because my body was like totally depleted. I had lost a lot of weight and I couldn't go get back to work in my in my consulting work that I was doing. I think I went back to work in 2016.
0: Is that an electric engineer?
1: Mechanical, mechanical buildings engineer. All right, okay. Like helping architects and engineers design energy efficient buildings. Okay. So I went back to work... I, yeah, 2016 on a progressive, you know, two days a week for a certain number of days, And then after about six, uh, two months, I was full-time, back full-time to work. So that that was really good. And then the company that I was working for, you know, was going through, you know, layoffs and things like that. So in January 2017, like I was laid off. And during this period between... Oh. 2015.
0: I mean, talk about was, the calamities you know you just been through a yeah. journey and then you are laid off world what yeah
1: happened? so it, it was a good job too like you know it was it was uh, good good money and everything like that and then during that time you know the the divorce happened with my wife also while i was actually undergoing a treatment right so all of these things added up, it was as if things were being speeded up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like,
0: you are like calamity gene, everything happening at yeah. the same time. Yeah, yes, everything. everything. You just yeah, don't yeah. have one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And I, then I found out that, you know, the hernia that I had, you know, back in two thousand, you know, 14, which was repaired, yeah. reoccurred again. Right. So uh, that I found out this in was January. was in that.
0: 2017.
1: In 17 January. Yeah. So uh, I said, okay, all right. Rather than look for another job, let me get the surgery done. And so surgery was scheduled in, in, in March that year. I went through, it ended up having three hernias, you know, uh, that had to be repaired. So they used a mesh and the oh. surgery went fine. So it was, it was after that the, uh, uh, the problem started. I began to get pains in, in my abdomen. I said, I've had lots of surgeries. I've never had pain like this before. Like, you know, so I went back to the surgeon, told her, you know, oh. I, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong here. I don't know what it is, but I should be healing. Not I should not be in more this
0: pain. Means, oh. But I thought you said the whole cancer had been healed. Yeah, this was, nothing
1: to, this was nothing to do with the cancer. This oh. was a hernia. This was like uh, a hernia is a uh, right so is, yeah yeah so it had nothing to do with that so yeah. anyway uh, cut a long story short it turned out that um, the the mesh that they had used or she had used for the to repair the hernia had an adverse reaction with my body
0: oh
1: it had to be removed so i asked her, you have to remove this now so why I, I can't remove it because that's because you have done through, well, that's then. How how are you gonna? How am I gonna overcome this pain, right? That I'm having, right? So, it turned out that the mesh uh, that um, was used is part of a class action lawsuit in the United States, and, wow. and so I had to find a surgeon in in Las Vegas. To Ooh. come
0: all the way to Canada. Oh, I
1: had to. I had to fly there. All right. I had to fly there. My son came with me, and um, was that? Oh, that was, at, was
0: that at your own expense or?
1: At my own expense. Wow. At my own expense, I had to spend you,
0: you said thousands you a lawsuit. There's a class action lawsuit on that. Mesh yeah. going on. Yeah, on
1: yeah on two types of mesh. I had they had on me, and they both reacted both to both to them. So um, yeah, I went to Las Vegas and talked to the the surgeon there, and uh, he made an incision, you know, from the top of my belly button all the way down to remove the mesh. He said it's it basically, you know, the mesh that was about that big. Uh-huh. And it was crushing. It was crushing on my organs inside.
0: Yeah. And you're, because your organ builds around. Yeah. Around.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, he said, you know, it's too traumatized for us to do, you know, the other side. So you have to come back in November. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, not because, you know, he wanted more money or anything, but uh, it was just the way that my body had re- reacted with this thing. So I stitched up and, you know, five Six days later, I came back home here. Then I stay, stayed with a good friend of mine. He was looking after me, you know, him and his family. And because uh, I stay alone? And um, yeah, so I recovered there. Then I found out, then actually it was a, the TV station over here called CTV. Uh, they found out about my surgery that I had in, in, in the US. Uh, they contacted me and asked me what I went through and everything and they, they did a story. On, on TV oh.
0: you
1: know, with, with, with this particular type of mesh so now I'm part of this class action lawsuit in in Canada so we'll see what happens it takes years and years it put me out you know for over a year you yes, know with, yes. with the work so then I had um, found well, actually the, the the news news station said that well there's a surgeon in in Canada who can do this for you I said, is there really? I said, I couldn't find anything. My doctor didn't know, my surgeon didn't know, the health authority didn't know, but you know, right? I said, okay, so I contacted this other surgeon. So I had to fly to Ontario, which is to, to, to Toronto and then had a meeting with him. And so he could do my you know, the third surgery and it would be covered by the healthcare system here. So I didn't have to pay.
0: Oh, that's
1: good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I had that surgery on November the 7th. It went fine. I stayed in hospital for three days. And um, it was then that there was something not right. I, I was in, I ended up, my friend took me to hospital emergency four times. This final okay. surgery, yes. After this, after this final surgery, after this final uh, measurement surgery. Yeah.
0: We will take a quick break. And when we get back, we will continue to the next part of this recording. Don't go away. Please stay tuned. For help and support on dealing with cancer issues in the UK, you can contact Macmillan Cancer Research Organization. They are available on 0808 808 0000 or 0808 239. 000. Or you can chat to a specialist on their website, which is www.magnilian.org.uk. And for myeloma cancer, you have the Myeloma Foundation, which is available on 0800 980 3332. And in the US, you have the American Institute for Cancer Research. They are available on 1-800-843-8114. What was going on with you? Why were you being taken to emergency?
1: Because my, my blood pressure was dropping. I was I passed out because there was something going on. But to this day, like you know, it's not really certain what it is. But um, anyway, I was put on some antibiotics later on so a friend of mine um, said to me well why don't you try out the emotion code i said what's that she said it's uh, an energy healing system i said energy healing i don't believe in all that kind of stuff <laughs> i you know i'm an engineer you know i need to you know, so i i her about that idea then i thought you know you know they've said it in the goodness of the heart at least i should give it a try so then there was a practitioner in Wisconsin, and uh, I had bought some sessions to you know for this healing. I had my first session with this lady. Like she was muscle testing, using a chart of emotions. She had connected to this, uh, my subconscious mind and asked it, "Are there any emotions that can be released, which is affecting my condition right now, to, for, for, for healing, that I can't be healed?" she began releasing emotions and I can't remember which ones they were right now, but I was thinking at the time because we were on a, on a phone call and uh, she's doing this thing and I'm thinking, oh, it's a waste of time. Like nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you know, waste of time and money, you know? So I, um, went, uh, went along with it until the end, towards the end, but there was, a point in, in in during the session when something just shifted after releasing one emotion. And she released some more emotions. And and I my pain level, which was around eight out of ten, dropped down dramatically to less than half that. Right? I'm thinking, oh my God, what's going on? Like, you know, because I was feeling something that was moving around me, right? Within within my body. I couldn't, right? It can't really Pinpoint what was happening, but my pain level dropped, and I got emotional. And I'm thinking, I don't get emotional. I'm an engineer, like you know. <laughs> so,
0: um,
1: but then, you know, and I was feeling tired also and thirsty. So she said, "Well, that's as much as your body can take, right? Right now, on this release of emotions." So basically, you know, after releasing, went through all the, all of the sessions that I'd paid for six six sessions or so, and then I was on this, you know, medication. Medication started to work, and I was healed within two weeks. I was on a plane back to um, Vancouver. So Uh,
0: with these, all the pain and all the things going on with you uh, were released mm -hmm. with the emotional release or uh, whatever it is that she did on that consultation?
1: Yes it was it was over a period of time over several days you know oh, okay. that we did no, okay. did right. this yeah okay. so had one session then two days later had another another session two days later had another session i just wanted yeah. to
0: clarify it wasn't just no, one no. session
1: uh, no no it wasn't one, one, but one, one in in the first that. session i felt in the first session i felt the relief and then you know i'm still like you know so i asked about you know, what is this emotion code and it's a system developed by uh, dr bradley nelson and he's a chiropractor in a, by profession and uh, he's developed uh, this emotion code it's a chart of 60 emotions that you use muscle testing and also once you find out when you can you connect with intent to the client to find out what emotions in the way that need to be released to to help this condition okay once you once you determine that that emotion is released by by passing a a magnet you know over the top of your either on the person if you're if you're together or over yourself like you know over the governing meridian which is a the governing meridian is uh, is a central meridian where all of the other yin and yang meridians enter so magnetically the intention is magnified to release that emotion
0: okay right?
1: and people feel the difference. Uh,
0: can I just uh, yeah. clarify that? Do you have to get a physical magnet to magnetize these things out of your body? Or- you,
1: you, you, you can use, yeah, yes. The, the magnet is there, and I, I don't use it now. Actually, I don't use any magnet. I don't even pass my, I used to pass my my, 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 my fingers because, because we're energy. Yeah. We just, and, and, and it's released but I'm finding that uh, if the intent to release and to help somebody with love and compassion is strong enough, you do not need to use anything other than the connection. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: and in, Sorry, in your own case, do you know the, the specific energies that were released?
1: They're in the report, but they're of 60 emotions. I've got it here on my, on my iPad, wait. So
0: you have you had all the 16 energies released from you to humans. No,
1: they're they they're only specific. They're, they're specific energy. They're, they're, they're divided up into uh, two columns and five rows. Basically, there are 60 emotions. Mm. So not all of them were released, only the specific ones that were affecting my condition at the time. All right. Okay. I did some research and found out more about uh, Dr. Brad and found out how the system worked. I still didn't. Understand it or believe it until I spoke to a very good friend of mine. He said uh, it's the science of emotions, and that's where we where you see see that it's emotional. It's a science. What we're doing is a science. It's energy, and I understand energy. I'm an engineer. Uh, I understand uh, uh, and frequency, vibration, resonance. I understand all of that, but just had to extend my thinking to a much finer level. So. Then decided to learn this uh, motion code and then later the body code system and get certified. And and then do this as a practice and have my own business called Tailored Coding. Taylor is my surname. I'm just using that.
0: Uh-huh. tailor
1: uh-huh. to you. All right. Right. Tailored oh, to the, the so coding. Tailored
0: to the coding to the yeah. person. Oh, all right. Tailored to that
1: particular yeah. and you use this emotion code and body code, and that's where the code comes from.
0: Oh, thank you so much. So uh, uh, I'm just thinking like with the outbreak of COVID-19 right now, you must mm-hmm. have a lot of work to do because a lot of people must need a bit of
1: yes, coding yeah. and
0: emotional healing.
1: Yes, they do. And a lot of people come to me with depression and anxiety okay. so there's a there's a there's a program that i have for depression and anxiety there's also weight loss there's uh manifesting what you want in life so there's a program for that but there's 90 over 90% of the population on this planet have what's called a heart wall it's an energetic wall uh, a barrier or a, supposed to be a protection around your heart an energetic protection around your heart for it to to, to stop uh, uh, it being broken. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Your heart still gets broken through um, traumatic events in life. You know, if somebody yeah. leaves you or have some some sort of thing like that, your are broken. You can feel it in your chest. And um, it takes around three sessions to remove this heart wall. And once that heart wall is released, you're able to feel and receive love more, give and receive love more. You're able to, your relationships, you know, become better. Your immune system strengthens and uh, you have a better outlook on life. You have more direction and more clarity on life. So this is, you know, Dr. Brad's mission is that if we could release many, many people's heart walls, then this, country or this world would be a much better place. Oh, because nice. we would come from a place of love, a place from the heart and not, not thinking.
0: Oh, nice. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, I was just thinking, yes, the whole world would be a better place if mm-hmm. people were more accepting and more yeah. loving and more receptive to other people's ideas mm. and their ways of life. So that I mean, I've never heard of uh, emotional coding. I've heard of energy healing.
1: Yeah. So this is yeah emotion. The emotion code is uh, is you know, and it's said by many many people that um, it's the it's the cutting edge. It's the most cutting edge energy healing system on the planet right now. Yeah. Right. So it's and and it's, it's new. Is new compared to you know Reiki and things like that. The the, the thing is with this particular mode of uh, healing, you've got to try and get your mind out the way, right? And don't do it to intent for for to intend to heal the person. Yeah. The intent the intent is love,
0: uh-huh. right?
1: Love and compassion and to feel for that person and it's that energy and the power of love that will do the healing.
0: Yeah. And, like, you were talking about your divorce earlier. as this energy healing helped you to reconnect with your wife in your own case? Have you been able to apply it in your own life?
1: Yes, I have. I have been able to apply it to my own life. And um, I am a much happier, content, calm person now than I ever was, right? So, And my outlook has changed, you know. And relationships are better. I have lots more friends, you know, now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a transformational experience for me. Because when we realize everything is energy and how quantum physics works and the power of our own intentions can create, then many, many things are possible. Right? I didn't used to believe that until, you know, I still do more research on this. Uh-huh. You know, I follow the research of Dr. Bruce, Bruce Lipton, also, uh, you know, getting certified in the uh, in, uh, uh, clinical certification from the HeartMath Institute in California. And um, then uh, Greg Braden and Dr. Joe Dispenza, all of these sort of new age healers, yeah. right? and uh, the speakers, they're, they're all, you know promoting you know this form of healing and this is what's gonna happen in the in the future I believe.
0: Yeah I mean there's so many mm. things that have been happening. I I watch movies and I see these kind of things go on mm-hmm. in movies, but like we're talking about it now and maybe mm-hmm. that's the future of healing. Maybe that's the way to go maybe that's how we would be able to even get rid of this COVID 19. Maybe that's the way we get rid yeah. of other viruses and infections mm. in our bodies in the future. Uh, we, are, we, we should be open to try new things. And, like, when you explain it, it sounds like something that um, it, it's not too intense. And so far, it can be done virtually as well. That's something that we should be looking at.
1: Yeah, I'll give you an example I have a a client uh, in India and um, because of the time difference and everything like that we weren't able to uh, speak to each other Uh right so you can do remote sessions it's it's good to get permission to to do this so she was going through a lot of pain in her legs and she couldn't walk properly getting up in the morning so I had done the session and then I got some feedback afterwards. I was able to get up in the morning like without any pain, <laughs> right? So, and it it works. It works. Providing you know, it's good to get permission to do this, and uh, it's just the ethical thing to do also. So, um, and most people feel the results uh, straight away uh, if okay. it's related to pain. Yeah.
0: All right. So, where can listeners connect to you if they want to? Get in touch with you. Oh. Well,
1: they can get in touch with me through my website, Tailored Coding. It's Coding. Tailored Coding. Is it dot have, .com or .dot? Uh, .dot.com. So they can i have a Facebook page. It's called Tailored Coding, and have an Instagram account, uh, which is also called Tailored Coding. So anybody wants to, I, and then uh, I offer a free um, consult. And then, then we determine you know what the issues are. And then we create a path of healing afterwards.
0: Yeah. Oh, great! Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, right. So, yeah. thank you for sharing your story. Would you like to give any advice or last word for anybody that's been listening to your uh, podcast?
1: I would. I would think I would say that we're all energetic beings, right? And if we can focus on love and compassion and just to help or ourselves and others we in in that regard and uh, with that love and compassion we can manifest anything nice to uh, i was very happy to uh, to speak to you and see you and thank you for the opportunity again oh you're welcome thank you so much you. i would like to thank everyone who has listened in so far and contributed to this podcast thank you so much we couldn't have done anything without you keep listening Keep sharing, keep downloading, and keep liking. Thank you again.